0: Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those who are listening in, as I've got my little thing here on, for those who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, welcome. And once again, I'm I'm really so touched that um, even after all the time that I hadn't been on Blog Talk Radio, that there were still people logging in and listening to old episodes so I felt that it was only fair and only right that I give you guys some new episodes. So as I'm streaming this live on YouTube, it is also being broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. And for those on Blog Talk, uh, please feel free to check out my YouTube page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. So today, we're going to be talking about a subject that is probably one of the things that I work on most and that I need to work hardest at feeling not good enough. And I know there's a lot of folks who would adamantly disagree with me and say, wow, you know, you do so much, you do a lot for a lot of people, you volunteer a lot of time, you know, you're always kind of there. And they would think it absolutely ridiculous that I wouldn't feel that I did enough. And it's important for us to really remember that it's not so much as to what other people perceive of us as how we perceive ourselves. If you're the type of person who is very driven, who spends a lot of time, you know, doing things because, one, it makes you feel good as a person, and two, because there's a lot to be done. And you can, you know, maybe you feel like, you know what, if, if nobody else has taken that on, I will. And it's very easy to fall into that. As I say, there's light and shadow in everything. And a part of the light aspect, being a very giving person of wanting to help other people, wanting to work with other people, wanting to make life better for other people. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. Now, the shadow aspect of it is when it becomes... Not so much that you want to do it, but that you need to do it. And if you're the type of person who's very driven to want to just know, i have to be there for them. i have to volunteer. i have to do all these things. And when it reaches a place where you're not doing it because it's what your heart and your spirit tell you that is a really good thing and that you enjoy it, that you have fun doing it, when it becomes a situation where it starts to be no, I have to meet these obligations, and I have to meet other people's expectations of me. And the really interesting part with that is, is that often the expectations that other people set up, came, we, we may view ourselves as so much more you know, intensely needed in the world. We've got to do it. And often other people, you know, it's like, wow, I really can't make it to that. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. So when we experience that idea of, you know, what are our expectations? What are the expectations that we feel from other people? And what are the expectations that we place upon ourselves? And I know for me, it goes into a very sensitive, I mean, it's the buttons that I still have that I work on. And believe me, there's lots of buttons for me to work on. One of them, or one of the most powerful ones, is if I get the feeling that I'm disappointed or if if I get the impression that somebody feels that I haven't done enough. And that can be really, really, really hard because that's a hard story that I'm choosing to tell myself. It may not even be... You know, it may be a joke that somebody says, and yet for me, it'll still go into that place of, oh, wow. Because growing up, I always believed that that was my job was to take care of people and to help people. And, and if somebody was sick, I would take care of them. And if somebody needed something, I would do it. And that was the reality that I chose. Those were the expectations that I put upon myself. I, 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 it wasn't about, you know, somebody demanding that from me. Yeah. Well, not always, sometimes, and, and we're going to talk about that. But the idea that I decided that for some reason that I had to take care of everyone, that it, it would fall on me. And that can be a very tricky place to get stuck in because once you get stuck into that place where it's all on you, then, honestly, people will let it be all on you. If if you insist on taking it on and it makes life easier for other people, well, yeah, they're going to let you take that on. And after a while, it's going to get really, really, really hard because even if you can achieve that level of, of giving, it's a very difficult thing to maintain, especially when you've got your own life and you may have your stuff you're dealing with. And there's a tendency when somebody is that person that a lot of people go to, there can sometimes be that tendency to just kind of figure, well, you know, they help people, they know what they're doing, they, you know, they always have energy to be able to help other people. And that's just not true. And as much as I would love it to be true, it it really isn't. I began to recognize that there were points when I needed to step back. I needed to trust that the universe could take care of everything without me just for a little while. And this past year, I really wanted to make an effort to be able to find balance with loving what I do and giving. And I do love being there for people, I love holding space for people, I love talking to people, I love, you know, helping them feel a little bit safer and a little bit. More gentle in the world. And I I could not imagine anything that I could love doing more. It's important to have a situation where I can have that time for myself, where I can, you know, the hat and just be Eileen. And that's important. And it's important that as we each go through that process, to feel okay about it. Give yourself permission to have that experience of just focusing, you know what, for a day, or even if it's not a whole day, maybe for the next few hours, I think it's okay for me to turn my phone off. And I think it's okay for me to go out and have a picnic for myself, or to sit at a park, or to go to an art exhibit or to just do nothing or or sit at home and play video games. Whatever it is that allows you to make yourself the focus of that level of love, of that level of compassion, because it is about showing ourselves compassion. It's about not asking more of ourselves than we can really give. And... It's about being able to express that in a really good way because, you know, we, we, like I said, it's a very easy trap to fall into to get stuck in the idea that, well, you know, I've I've made a commitment and I'm going to stick it through and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You know, life happens. Sometimes, even when we make a commitment and we believe it's going to be fine, Sometimes things happen where we just can't, and learning that it's okay to go, you know what, I did not really think this whole thing out, that I can give, but I can't give as much as I thought I would be able to. If there's somebody who really needs you, and you want to be able to be there for them, and it becomes a situation where it's like, you know, I can be there. And I can give this much, but it turns out I still need to have this much time for me. I need to have this much time for myself. Just because you do that doesn't mean that what you give isn't good enough. It's okay to give less than everything. You don't have to give everything. You can give as much as you can give, and that's okay. In fact, it's better than okay. What you're doing is you are teaching, you're setting an example for other people who think, wow. And it's very easy when you see somebody who just seems to be able to do it all, who seems to, um, you know, to just look like, wow, you know, they can get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And somebody calls and says, hey, I need help or I need, I need," you know, support. And they're like, hey, no problem. Up, out of bed. You know, off they go. And they can do that for, you know, seemingly endlessly. And you never know what they're going through. You never know when they're starting to think, you know what, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Can I not get a full night's sleep? And when I, you know, talk to people like this, it's really very interesting when, you know, we start really getting real in our conversations as, you know, it's like, okay, well, what are you doing for you? And usually, you know, it's a grin and it's like probably not as much as you're doing for you. And when that kind of comes back at you and, you know, you spend enough time telling other people that, you know, it's very important to take time for yourself. It's very important to focus on what you need and where you're at and what, you, you know, what, what allows you to rejuvenate. And you talk that talk and yet you don't walk the walk. And for me, it's very, very important to walk my talk. And i I be better at it in some things than another. And one of the areas that I'm really challenged by is the idea of saying it's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to say, you know what, I would love to be there for you, but I really can't right now. And I know someone who I can call who can come and help you out and who can be there for you. And and you're going to be okay. If it has to be me, let's talk about a time that, you know, tomorrow I'll be able to come and I'll be able to spend time with you or I'll be able to be there for you in the way that you need. But if I try to be there for you now, I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to, to give you what it is that I want to give you because I want to give you all the best of myself. And I have learned that if I don't save a little bit of time and a little bit of energy for me, then I cannot give the best for myself. Hold on just a second. I'm managing this screen. turned out. Ah, there we go. Okay. So I got two screens going at once. So the one over here is like my blog talk one. Anyway, so the idea that it is not only, you know, a good idea, it's crucial because we live in some really challenging times, and sometimes during really challenging times, it is very easy to forget that we need to to make sure our energy is up. It's easy to say, wow, all these people are hurting and all these people are suffering and all these people are scared, and, and I'm going to help them not be scared. And, and by doing that, I'm going to make the world a better place. And that is great. It's wonderful. And it's a wonderful thing to do. And start with yourself. Start with, okay, in order to do this, I mean, any time you're going to work on doing something, and the first thing you do is like, okay, what do I need? in order to accomplish this goal, and what do I have? You need a a boatload of energy in order not just to be able to do something but be able to sustain it. If it's something that you're going to be sustaining for a while, then it's important to go, okay, what am I going to need to sustain the energy that I'm going to be sending out to help other people? And that is, you know, that's, that's a crucial thing. So what do you need to sustain your energy? Well, you need to recharge it. You need to be able to step out of the, the issue, the, the, the project, you know, the energetic field. You need to be able to step out and go, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go and, and refresh myself and then you know, I'll be right back into it. We all need to rejuvenate. We all need to recharge our batteries, and we all need quiet time that we dedicate just to ourselves. We all need to understand that that is a good thing, that that is a correct thing, that that is a proper thing, and that that is a vital thing. It's not being selfish. You are not being selfish to want to save a little corner of time for what pleases you. Earlier this year, I was asked to, or I was invited to be in a play. And when I was young, I always loved the idea of being an actress. And, you know, I always liked that idea. And and my life went into a different direction. And so when I was asked to be in a play, the first thing I thought was, oh, I don't have time. And then I reminded myself that that wasn't exactly true. It wasn't that I didn't have time. It was that I had to figure out a way to make time, and so I made time, and it was a blast, and I enjoyed it, and it was so much fun to be able to do that. And when I was invited to after that play, I was invited to audition for another one, which I ended up in, and um it is exciting you know, it's, it's a little bit more challenging, there's more lines to memorizing this, there's a little bit more activity, but it really is letting me feel like I'm growing into something, that I'm learning something for for the first time, that I can step up into, you know, this, this whole idea of how, you know, I can be up on the stage and be acting. Now, I stand up in front of people all the time, I spend a lot of time talking, and a lot of you know, often it's just sort of, you know, extemporaneous. Hey, why don't you get up and say a few words? It's like, well, okay. And I enjoy that. I enjoy the spontaneity. I enjoy the improvisation. And I wasn't accustomed to reading someone else's words, to make someone else's words come to life, to add my passion to someone else's words. And it was exciting and it was fun and it became something that I really want to do, you know, for a long time. Yeah, players are really cool. They're fun. And the fact that it's something that is is separate from my work, which I love my work. I really do. And, you know, when people come to me and, you know, they, they need someone to listen to them, when they need somebody to kind of be there for them and, you know, maybe help them through a rough patch. I honestly love doing that. And I have found that by putting into my life that is separate from it, I did something that I never thought possible. I learned to love my work more. I have more passion for my work. I have more more strength for adapting and, and really stepping up and, and taking a look at what needs to be done by having something that is mine, by having something that is just for the fun of it, something that challenges me but yet is still you know sort of a fun thing, I am able to view my work energy and. In dealing with that, that button of not being good enough, what I do not being good enough, it's actually placed a big shift on that. And I did have to go inside, and it seems that it was happening a lot or coming into my field a lot for some reason. So it was like, okay, this is coming into my field. Obviously, I need to work this. This is coming into my life so much right now. It's obviously something that the universe is saying, okay, guess what? You get to get over yourself. And I learned to get over myself. I learned to take a better and closer look at what it is that I'm doing in order to take care of the most important person necessary for me to do what I need to do, which is me. And to accept that sometimes, you know what, I'm I'm going to hit a wall. I'm going to say, you know what, I can't. I can't give more than I can give right now. And that what I give is more than good enough. What you give is more than good enough. As long as it comes from your heart. If you're giving from your heart, you're fine you need to do. You weren't meant to give more than all you can give. And yes, sometimes people really enjoy it when somebody else gives more because it makes life easier for them. And that's not a bad thing. I don't say that like it's a bad thing. And and please don't take that as a criticism because what it is is them surviving the best way they know how with the tools that they've got. And for some people, the best tool they have is, hey, can you give me a hand? Hey, can, can you carry this burden for me? And it's just that maybe they don't have the, the tools to be able to feel confident in themselves to believe, you know what, I can handle this. I mean, we all need that extra little bit of, of encouragement. And it really helps. And when you get that extra little bit of encouragement, encouragement is when somebody looks at you and says, hey, hey, calm down. You can do this. You know, you can do this. You're strong enough. You're capable enough. You're smart enough. You're spiritual enough. You don't have to get it perfect. And maybe, you know, maybe it ain't so pretty, but you can get through this because I believe in you. I believe you can. And I honestly believe in each and every one of you. And it doesn't matter to me that I haven't met you. I don't have to meet you to believe in this. I don't have to, to get a list of your accomplishments to know that you're capable. You know deep in your heart that you are. You know deep in your heart that you're an amazing person and that you've overcome a lot. If you can get through all the other stuff that you've been through in life, you can get through this. If all of that couldn't break you, Whatever the situation you're in right now is not going to break you. And, yes, if you need help, reach out. Find somebody who can help you. And, you know, they can help you find your feet, balance out, give you an eye of the storm, and then you, you go ahead because you can do it. And if someone is, is kind of putting that onto you, well, you know, I need you to do this. Just understand, it's okay to say, you know what, I know you can do this, and right now I can't, but I know you can do this, and I know that you've got the tools and the talent. I can help you this much, but, you know, you can can do the rest. That's empowering someone, and at the same time, empowering yourself, because you're not always going to be able to be there. You're not always going to be able to be there for your kids because ultimately they're going to grow up and start making decisions all on their own. That was when I told my son I was no longer management. I was a consultant, which is a very good thing to be able to do, go into the place of management. That doesn't mean that you don't support. That doesn't mean that what you give is not good enough because it is more than good enough. And like I said, if it comes from your heart, it is more than anybody really needs to ask of you. You don't have to give it all. You just give what you can. And then trust that the universe actually knows what it's doing and can take care of the rest. So, you are more than good enough. What you give is more than good enough. than you would ask from anyone else. It's going to be okay. And if not, tell you what, contact me, and we can figure it out together. I can be reached through my Facebook page, which is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can leave a comment here, and I will answer it. Oh, and for those who uh, got a chance to see the bonus live stream that we did, uh, that was sort of an experiment. So uh, thank you. Thanks, Monica and Debbie and and, and all of those who, who logged in to check it out. So um, you can also find me on Twitter. I'm on Pinterest. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you can like this video. You can share it. You can subscribe. It would be really cool if you subscribed. And you can also, if you would like to uh, support what I'm doing and, and really this growing community and be able to participate on a sort of a higher level, then you can go to my Patreon page and you can contribute and support me as a sponsor. And there's little bonuses and rewards and thank you gifts for those who sponsor at a multiple of levels, which aren't just at $2 a month. So, if you would like to, then you can reach that also through my Facebook page, which is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. So, thank you. Thank you for sharing this time with me and for my friends on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and for continuing to listen. I hope that you're continuing to to get an appreciation and, and, you know, to get what you would like to get out of this. And please check out the YouTube page, which is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And so, my friends, in the meantime, until next time, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours.